This podcast contains adult themes and mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody. This is Cherish. And this is Adam Saraswati. And we are the Ick Patrol. This is episode three. Welcome and back, guys. Yes, welcome back. We're going to be discussing something that is very topical right now. Very something topical. we weren't even planning to talk about today, but we just cannot get it off of our minds. And or that is. And we're off of what? We're off of you pages. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, seriously. It is just everywhere. You can't escape it. And that topic is cheating. Yeah. So unless you've been living under a rock or don't use the internet very often, there's been quite a few, I'd say literally in this year, but even like just within like the last week or so, there's been a lot of very high profile um, news stories. I mean, I would consider it news of famous men basically being caught out for cheating. And they're always men that are married and have children. Yes, this is seeming to be like an epidemic right now amongst celebrities. And it's very interesting that these men kind of fit into similar categories in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, it's like- it's like COVID ended and then they were just like, right, time to wild out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Adam, how do you feel about cheating? So, I mean, it's not a controversial opinion for me to say that I think that cheating is wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know that some people think there's a bit more like, you know, obviously there's some gray area about cheating sometimes. For me, I've never cheated on somebody, but I have been cheated on. And... To me, I always, I will always be a hundred percent against cheating because I just think it's the ultimate form of disrespect to the other person, and it's all well and good, you know, when you're getting yours. But at the end of the day, I think if you are in a committed monogamous relationship, you know, open relationships, um, polyamory, they're different things. Want to make sure we're clear about that, um. If you are in a monogamous relationship, you've agreed to be committed just to that one person, and then you betray that, it's it's the ultimate betrayal to me. Yeah, I totally agree. And sometimes I think that everybody has very strong feelings about cheating, but a lot of people have different like definitions of what cheating is. Yeah. And to me, I think... You know, some people think cheating is anything physical that happens between you and someone who's not your partner. But to me, I think cheating can be just like emotional cheating as well, like texting somebody or hitting on someone at the bar or even just like planning to cheat on someone is enough for me to be classified as cheating. What? What do you think classifies as cheating to you? 
So for me, I would say things like watching porn are not cheating in my eyes because I think ultimately like you don't have any real commitment to that person. Um, you know, it's just online. I would say if you're having any kind of connection with a tangible person outside of the confines of your relationship, then that to me feels like cheating. So like if you're texting somebody, you've not actually done anything yet, you've not acted on it, but you're texting and talking about cheating or like you said, like emotionally cheating, to me, those things do count. I think that knowing that I'm naturally a flirty person, I think there's a difference between just having like a, a sort of an out there personality or like a um, an extroverted personality that can look like you're being very sort of tactile with somebody and actively trying to seduce somebody or be purposely flirty. So I think it's important that there's that difference there. But yeah, I don't think that cheating is literally just having a physical intimate relationship with somebody. I think that it's far more complicated than that. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that's why it's like such a big deal when people find out that their significant other is like on Tinder. Like even if you know that they never met up with anybody or anything like that, it's like, but the intention was there and they were essentially cheating on you by like being in the dating world behind your back. (laughs) Um, Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I know a lot of people like would be like, well, they never, you know, went out and made out with anybody or actually met up with anybody. Mm. But to me, it's enough that they were like looking outside your relationship already. Yeah. That's the thing. So like, I've been cheated on by partners before where it's like, it's obviously been a bit of a slap in the face, but I never had like a relationship with that person that was sort of serious enough that it hurt. But my last partner didn't cheat on me necessarily physically, but I found out that he was in contact with and sort of flirting with his ex-partner who lives um, in, I'm not going to give too many details, but lives in an Asian country and has never been to the UK. And that to me was cheating because I'd made it clear that I didn't want them to be in contact because when we first got together, she tried to reach out to me and I didn't want to entertain anything like that, any drama. And I asked him to cut contact and he didn't. Um, He told me he had and he didn't. So it's not only that you know, he was asked to do something and refused to do it. He agreed to do something and then still did it anyway, which to me, I mean, some people might not consider that cheating, but to me, it at least obviously is a, it's a betrayal of trust, which I think cheating ultimately is. Yeah. I think if there's lying involved, that is a huge indicator or like keeping secrets. That's a huge indicator. Yeah. Um, As far as my relationships, I had a relationship where me and my partner like basically didn't even keep tabs on each other anymore. Like he didn't really care (laughs) what I was up to or where I was. And he had this friend who was kind of my friend too. It was a woman and she was always on like his guy trips and stuff that I wasn't allowed to go to basically. And I would bring it up. I'd be like, uh, why does she get to go on your guy trips? And like, I can't go. And me and you are like actually dating. And he was always like, 
well, she's just one of the girl, one of the guys, you know, like she's not like normal girls. She's just like one of us. And I was like, okay, this is weird. I always felt uncomfortable about uncomfortable about it. And the thing is, I don't think that he ever technically like physically cheated on me in our relationship. But as soon as we broke up, I heard that they slept together. So I kind of think if he wasn't cheating on me physically in the relationship, there was something, you know, going on between emotional betrayal there. Yes. So I think like in that respect, I was cheated on emotionally during the relationship. Um, Actually, in the words of Ned Fulmer, if you think you're cheating, you probably are. Now, he's actually said that in a video. (laughs) What gets me, so this can kind of lead us into what inspired this episode, but what gets me is just... For those of you who aren't aware, um, there's a YouTube, what is now a trio, but was a quartet until like yesterday, of creators called the Try Guys. They got the start on BuzzFeed um, back in sort of like 2013 to 2016, that kind of like period of time where BuzzFeed was like a massive force on YouTube. Obviously, it's definitely not as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And Ned was one of the Try Guys, Ned Fulmer. And his entire brand, so they all kind of defined them. They all have like sort of distinctive personality traits and brands as individuals that kind of defines a dynamic together. And his was always that he's like a family guy and that he's married. And this motherfucker's name on Instagram is at Ariel's husband. And get this, Cherish, I found out today they went to a university and gave an ethics of healthy relationships course. No. (gasps) Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Now, I've filled people in on who they are. Do you want to tell the people about the story just in case they haven't heard? Yes. So... To me, this is a huge deal because I've been watching the Try Guys like every video that they put out for the last several years, and they've been like my comfort channel. And basically, yesterday, the internet found out, although there are rumors swirling around before this, um, Mm -hmm. we officially found out that Ned had a affair, an affair with one of his employees, and he was caught making out with her in public at a club basically and so the try guys officially kicked him out of the group and it doesn't sound as crazy when i just describe it plainly like that but if you knew anything about the try guys you would know that this is huge and it's like the end of an era yeah, and... so I have the official statements from both Ned and the Try Guys here. Mm-hmm. So in Ned's words, and he did the typical like YouTube apology thing where they get on the notes app and just mm-hmm. type a really shitty message and post a screenshot of it to like their socials. So <laughs> Ned says, family should have always been my priority, but I lost focus and had a consensual workplace relationship. I'm sorry for any pain that my actions may have caused the guys and the fans, but most of all to Ariel. Ariel's his wife, by the way. 
the only thing that matters right now is my marriage and my children. And that's where I'm going to focus my attention. And then shortly after that, the Try Guys official accounts released not a notes app message, but what looks very similar to one, actually. Ned Fulmer is no longer working with the Try Guys. As a result of a thorough internal review, we do not see a path forward together. We thank you for your support as we navigate this change. And I get why they've made such a sharp decision. Because beyond the fact that obviously this damages their brand and it can impact their brand deals, Ned had an affair with one of the employees who was a public-facing individual. And because they own this company, they own this video production company, that breaches all kinds of workplace violation. That violates all kinds of like workplace laws. I mean, obviously, they're an American company. I don't know the full tea on that. But it kind of speaks to what has been happening a lot in the news lately. So Ned's story is huge. Like literally last week, it was revealed about Adam Levine and the lead singer Maroon 5 having a phone his wife, Bahati Pinsloo. Um, mm-hmm. And what gets me about that one, just in case anyone missed this detail, he cheated with a girl called Sumner. Sumner went on live and basically exposed him, saying that he wanted to name his unborn child with his wife, Bahati, after Sumner. <laughs> no! What the fuck? Oh my God, yeah. I um, The Adam Levine one wasn't as like earth-shattering or devastating to me, but I did get nah. um, that part through social media and his is more of like a comical thing to me i mean i do feel bad for his wife of course but the fact that he wanted to name his kid after his mistress is just blowing my mind right now it is so messy oh my god you bad as well so we were gonna bring up just people who know me in real life know that i'm like a massive shakira fan and earlier this year, basically, it wasn't confirmed, confirmed, but it's basically all but been confirmed that her partner of 12 years and father of children, Gerard Piquet, had an affair with a woman 10 years younger than him. And that's why they're now no longer together. They're going through a custody battle. But what's kind of different about that case of these two is that obviously Shakira's very famous. She has a platform of her own. Ariel and Bahati are well-known people. But Bahati's a Victoria's Secret model, so she doesn't really... Her platform is the runway. Mm-hmm. And she's not, like, the most famous of the Victoria's Secret models. She's well-known, but outside of people who actually keep up with things like Victoria's Secret, she's not, an, she's not a household name. Mm-hmm. And then Ariel obviously has some notoriety as well, but both of these women... The husbands have far larger public presences than them, so they can kind of control the narrative to a degree. Mm-hmm. Which I think is kind of shitty, if I'm being honest, and I do feel really bad for them both. Yeah, me too. Um, not to mention, uh, Adam said earlier, Ned was always, like, his whole identifier was he was always the married one. Like, from the very beginning, we never knew... Ned as a single person married yeah yeah and he basically built his career off of his marriage and he had he had a podcast called baby steps about 
raising their two kids and they had a, they have a cookbook, like a date night recipes cookbook. Yeah. And then like Adam said, they, they were literally like teaching about healthy relationships. And honestly, I believed it. Like they were cringy quote unquote couple goals. Um, and so this was a huge shock, at least to me. I mean, not knowing him personally at all. Of course, it was a shock to me. But like Adam Levine, he's he had similar qualities like that. Like I remember, didn't he like worship his wife when she was walking on the runway once when he was doing the Victoria's Secret show? Oh, but like the thing about Adam Levine... I think his Super Bowl halftime show told us everything we need to know about him when he took his shirt off and like was just parading around thinking he was like Mick Jagger or something like that. Like man man's been giving dead Tink NG for a while, because let's be real. <laughs> when was the last time Maroon 5 put out music that was good? Yeah, seriously. Like honestly, Adam Levine surprises me less because he gives off more of like fuckboy energy. Yeah. You know? And Ned never gave that off to me, at least. Well, the thing that I've seen is I've seen a lot of people who worked at BuzzFeed with Ned kind of come out and say, like, I'm not surprised by this. Like, yeah. I know I know this person personally. But I I watched the Try Guys. I've not watched them for a long time. Um, so I was not as sort of clued into what they're doing recently as you are. Mm-hmm. I was really shocked because, like we said, like, this man's entire personality, and like we cannot exaggerate that enough. His whole persona, his entire presence online was that he is married. That's the yeah. ent- that's the entirety of his public persona, or at least it was. That's also gone through the shitter now. Yeah, there's his public persona has been a dog now. There's no way. I can't believe that he would sacrifice or risk his career his family his best friends for like an office fling with a woman who by the way is also engaged and has been with her partner for 10 and a half years oh it's so messy it is so messy like i woke up this morning and i was still like in shock about it like this cannot be real don't get me wrong the memes have been Chef's oh kiss. my god we'll post some of the memes on our instagram yeah but it it is pretty awful at the same time and now i'm like starting to see other stuff that's coming out about ned like someone posted you know i don't know if this is true at this point this is kind of hearsay but this is a reddit thread someone posted about ned who they met um when he was on tour they said as someone who's met all of them in a club slash bar setting, this doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Ned was being really weird toward my friend and trying to get her to dance on him the whole night. LMAO. And then someone said, when did this happen? Like rough estimate. And they said, just went back to my pictures with them. And it was June of 2019 during one of their tours. I remember asking Keith if he's always like that. And he said, yes, LOL. It was just really off-putting, and he tried to get us to come to their show in the next city, too, with backstage passes. Yeah, it's a bit sus, that. And I saw another one. It might have been of the same friend or, like, the same night, but maybe it wasn't because this seems to be a pattern. It basically just said, 
Ned just kept harassing this girl's friend at the bar and kept like trying to get her to grind on him and kept trying to kiss the back of her neck and stuff like on the dance floor and was also trying to get her to come back to his hotel room. Now, this is all, like I said, like... Yeah, this is Reddit conjecture. So this could be be people just like kind of kicking a man while he's down and piling on. But yeah. at the same time, you know, if there's a number of people who are, who are, we know have worked with him that are coming mm-hmm. out saying that they are unsurprised by this. It does make me feel more inclined to believe stories like that. I mean, generally speaking, I believe women anyway. Yeah. I have to say, I do feel more inclined to believe that kind of stuff after all these people who like, you know, they would have no reason to like throw in two cents now. You know, because... Mm-hmm. This is from years ago when they worked with him. It's like, it does make me more inclined to think, yeah, probably there is more dodgy shit going on. Yeah, and it's scary because if you're a fan of the Try Guys, like, you know how close all the guys are. And Mm. it just makes you kind of wonder if that story is true. And Keith was like, yes, he's always like this. Like, to what degree did they kind of know that he was being shady? And then kind of allow it as well. Yeah, like, I know that they've been literally editing him out of their videos for a month now. Um, So they've had to have known about it since, like, the early September days. That, in a way, makes me feel better just because it makes me feel like we've not found out when the family have found out. Because yes. that's the thing that's really shitty about a lot of these stories is because obviously when in people who live like you no know, private lives, when there's an affair that goes on their relationships, they find out and really it's not like the entire world is suddenly like, you know, throwing their two cents in and having like a discussion about it. But with any of the thought, sort of famous cheating cases that we've seen like just this year and like recent years. So like Ned and Ariel, um, Adam and Bahati, Shakira and PK, um, Chloe and Tristan, as well, Chloe Kardashian and Tristan uh. Thompson. Jay-Z and Beyonce still a massive one that people talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, when these stories come out, nine times out of ten, there's obviously speculation before it's confirmed. And really, sometimes I imagine we're finding out at the same time as the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also think like <clears throat> the audacity of these men doing this so publicly as celebrities, mm-hmm. like Adam Levine, just like DMing random girls on oh Instagram. God, like, how did he think that wasn't going to come out? And same with Ned, like publicly making out with someone you're both like your faces are recognizable yeah. and you have a huge fan base how did you not think that this was gonna come to light yeah, it was in new york as well so it's like you know just on the statistical average you're gonna see someone who knows of you in a really populated city yeah and they have traveled to new york several times like as a group and they've like done yeah. book tours and all kinds of stuff. So I just think it's, there has to be something, there's obviously something to do with being like a celebrity and maybe it like gets to their head and they think like, you know, I can do whatever I want, basically. I mean, I get that. But at the same time, I just, knowing how common cheating is for all people, 
because it happens an alarming amount of times. Like we have both been cheated on in some capacity. Like I, I know most of my friends have experienced something like that before. It's crazy how common it is. And I've, I'm going to, I'm going to get vulnerable for a minute. <laughs> Go ahead. In my past, I have been unknowingly the other woman before oh, yeah. many times. And just the, just in my life, the number of times that's happened, it's, and I found out and had to sort of step in. Cause if I find out, I always tell the partner because it's the right thing to do. Um, the amount of times that has happened, it tells me that this is common. It's not a rare thing. It's not something that's unique to famous men. It's just that famous men obviously are more brazen because there's higher chances of getting caught. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I've been the other woman, like I, I've figured it out after the fact twice. Um, mm. Actually, I figured one of them out on the night um let me tell the little story behind this um so basically i was in england just like having fun having one night stands and i decide to i've known this guy for like a couple weeks we're not close or anything but he's like a friend of a friend and i decide to go back to his apartment with him after partying at the bars and we're like in the midst of it we're in the thick of it (laughs) and suddenly there is this pounding and like hollering at the apartment door downstairs and i'm like who the fuck is that and this guy just like keeps checking his phone and being like oh it's nothing it's fine it's whatever and we just like continue and i'm but the screaming and hollering this is like 3 a.m by the way, it doesn't stop. And so I'm like, okay, like, what is going on here? And then sure enough, someone bursts through the door and standing there is a young lady my age. And she just looks at the guy, both of us naked on his bed. And she goes, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm, and I like pull the blanket up and I'm like, oh my God, I literally just said to her, Oh my God, I am so sorry. Because that's the only thing that like I knew to come out of my mouth. And she actually looked at me for a brief second and just said, it's okay. And then turned her attention back to the guy and was like screaming at him. And then finally she shut the door and left. And I just sat there like in shock. And he, this is the thing, he tried to continue with me. And I was like, are you fucking serious? And I just put on all my stuff and left. And then later I messaged his friends and I was like, I had no idea he had a girlfriend. He never talks about her. I've never seen her before. I've hung out with this guy several times, like in a group setting with friends. And they were like, oh yeah, he has a history of doing this. Like he cheats on her all the time. I don't know why she stays with him. And I'm just like, oh my God, I cannot believe... I was just the other woman. And then like weeks, the weeks later, he just kept trying to talk to me and get in my DMs. And like, oh. he would see me in public and like tap on my shoulder and give me like a friendly, like push on the shoulder, like, Hey, and I'm like, what makes you think I'm going to like 
do anything with you after that. It just blew my mind. And it was honestly probably one of the worst feelings I've ever had in my life, like in my soul. It just hurt. And I couldn't imagine like how bad the other girl was feeling. And it was just embarrassing as hell. It was just horrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it's happened to me too, where I've been walked in on. So shall I share my story? You have a little trauma dump. Um <laughs> so this was also in Lancaster and it wasn't someone that I knew beforehand, anything like that. But like I'd met a guy probably through Grinder or something like that. And the thing is, we'd hooked up like maybe two times before. And his house wasn't too far from where Cherish and I used to live. And so I just walked there, um, just across the river. And I was like, so the bedroom, the bed, so the foot of the bed was face the door. So like if you sat up in bed, you'd be looking at the bedroom door, basically. And we were we were reverse cowgirl. So I was facing the door, like spread eagle. And I hear someone at the door. Well, at least I can think I hear someone at the front door. And I was just like, does someone else live here? And he was like, uh, what do you mean? He didn't really acknowledge my question. And I was just like, I was already on edge. And I was just a bit like, what do I do? But before I could even really react, the bedroom door flings open. And there's this lady there. So this guy was in his 30s. She was also in his her 30s and I was like 20 or maybe even 19 at this time um so like I'm very green and like she the door flings open and she's like what the fuck is going on like she's going insane and I'm like well I'm just gonna remove myself from your husband (laughs) um oh god and I'm just like they're like rushing to put my clothes on and I remember I was wearing like it was something that, like, you know, you couldn't just chuck back on, like, or whatever. I think I was wearing, like, a dress that, like, needed, like, to be zipped up or something. Um, So I was just there, like, half-dressed, just, like, scrambling. Literally, when you, like, you grab your shoes and you've not even put them on. Um, yeah. And he's, like, I was, like, right, I've just got to get out of this house and just deal with whatever I need to deal with. And she bitches out her husband. And, like, she's, like, saying, like, oh, you're a piece of shit. I can't believe you've done this again. It's, like, oh. There we go, done it again. Um, and I was just like, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. Cause like obviously I didn't know. And like you feel mortified. Never mind the fact that someone's like walked in on you in a very intimate moment, knowing yeah. that you're the asshole in this situation, even though you didn't intend to, but they're the asshole, but no, you feel like the asshole in that situation. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like the like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, like just run out of the door. She she bitched out her husband, then she follows me down the street, bitching me out. And she's like, You're she's like, You're a whore, you're a piece of shit. I hope you get AIDS. Uh, All this stuff. I was just like, I know you're upset, honey, but I I was like, I heard since like I didn't know I wouldn't do anything like this if I knew. Like and yeah. it's actually quite common on Grinder that you get a lot of guys who are like saying, like, oh, I'm discreet, I've got a girlfriend, I've got a wife or whatever. Um, and well, he didn't mention that to me. Oh my god, that well, story like, is insane. It it was bananas. Absolutely bananas. And I was not live, laugh, loving the scenario. And this kind of is an interesting facet of cheating as well. Cause like I was having a conversation about this with one of my friends who's also a Shakira fan. Mm-hmm. Um because PK Shakira's former partner has got like this new girl um who 
basically he cheated on Shakira with. And I'm always a big like proponent of like, no, don't go after the other woman. They've not done anything wrong. Yeah. But part of me when these guys are really famous, you know, it's like, it's a lot harder to profess ignorance when you can just Google them and see on the Wikipedia page that they've got a wife and kids. And part of me is like, like with the Adam Levine situation, the other woman, the girl, Sumner, I think she thought the title of public opinion was going to really be in her favor. And it wasn't. Yeah. I think it's more difficult to be sympathetic when, you know, that information that they are in a relationship is just there. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's like with the Ned situation. Um, Yeah. The person he cheated with is his subordinate, his employee at his company, who has met Ariel many times. They were, I would dare say they were friends. Probably, yeah. She's hung out with her kids. She's probably even met their parents because their parents have been in videos. Like, she's been friends with them for years. And... So, like, there's a whole dynamic with her being his employee and his, like, subordinate that's, like, shady and possibly illegal and scary and fucked up. But also, like, she seemed like a pretty willing participant, at least in the videos, the very grainy videos we saw. And she knew that, you know, Ned had a wife and two kids. And this wasn't, like a one night oh shit we got fucked up and accidentally made out and it was a huge mistake this was an affair like it to the way that these statements came off like especially Ned's, he called it a relationship a workplace relationship yeah it wasn't like a i think if it was a one night drunken accident he would have said exactly that he would have said like i made a mistake i made like one mistake and i fucked up but that's not what it came off as and so just the fact that she was knowingly like behind ariel's back and then like mm-hmm. seeing her at work and lying to her face and being in her home like is absolutely horrendous yeah. to me. i'm really curious like i want alex to come out with a statement the girl because i want to yeah. know what she thinks about all this yeah, I mean, I would imagine from her perspective, she's probably quite happy to let him take the brunt of the of the public opinion. Because, I mean, like, I didn't know of this person beforehand because I've not been... I used to watch them. I don't... I've not watched their content for a while. I know who they are and I know about them. But sort of the day-to-day or, like, the wider team, that's not something that's really in my knowledge. And I'd say unless you are still actually watching them, which obviously people still are. But um, I think a lot of people who are aware of the Try Guys and invest in the situation might not be the most, like, loyal viewers. So she obviously gets not a hall pass, but she gets a bit of an easier time of things, I'd say, because she's not as well-known. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, she does. I mean, he, you know, in the end, he's the owner of the company. And he's the one, like, who, you know, should be taking the brunt of the blame. Yeah. But that's obviously not to say that she had no part in it, you know. Yeah, and We both know that. I'm just going in my closet right now because the uh, landscaping guys like to come 
Well, I guess it's like almost two o'clock in the afternoon, so I shouldn't I shouldn't complain. Um Jack but, is hidden in a closet because the news has been very disturbing for her personally as a Try Guys fan. And we're all here to support Cherish in this time of need. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit here and rock back and forth in the darkness while my cats worry about me outside. Oh, couldn't I do this? <laughs> to be fair uh, though, like I low-key do feel a bit like that because Yeah. It, it was not on my 2022 bingo sheet. I'll just say that. It was not something that I was anticipating was going to happen. Oh, my God. Same. Like, the Adam Levine thing was like an LOL moment for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> because the messages... It wasn't a big shock to me, really. Yeah. But the Ned thing has, like, brought my world crumbling around me. <laughs> I suppose maybe a difference as well between, like, Adam Levine and, like, Jared P.K. and, like, Tristan Thompson as well with Khloe Kardashian mm-hmm. and, like, Jay-Z is that these people come from traditional media, you know, mm-hmm. like sports, sports, music, actors, whatever. Like, you know, the people who are famous for something, if that makes sense. Whereas obviously yeah. Ned is an internet personality and comes from sort of new wave media. Yeah. And I feel like with that comes this sort of more deeper sense of like authenticity. Like we truly know who this person is. Yeah, totally. And obviously when his entire outward facing brand is the family guy like the good husband like a modern day husband as well kind of like a blueprint of like what every sort of millennial gen z woman wants out of a man and then that illusion shattered it is like it's it is very shocking in a lot of ways yeah Yeah, it is people like after something happens like this i think a lot of people are like, oh yeah, now that I think about it, I kind of thought he was sus or like, I saw this coming. And I think it's natural to do that. Um, mm. But honestly, I think if most of us, like if you're a fan of the Try Guys, are probably thinking this, I did not see this coming. <laughs> like the side that he showed us was not at all this. Like, even though he was obsessed with his wife, always talking about his wife, Honestly, that never raised red flags to me. I believed him. And so I I don't know, maybe I was being naive, but honestly, you'll just, like, it just go back and watch, you'll go back and watch old videos down everything he does is like that's what a cheater would do. Exactly. And, like every single thing he does is like that's what a cheater would do. But to be fair, it's I think the other thing that makes this like so wild is the fact that there was such an immediate reaction from the team as well. Yeah. Uh, I think it's because, I suppose from their perspective, this kind of looks bad in all their parts because it's like, well, if the if the family guy isn't the family guy, then, well, is Keith really the funny guy? Is Zach really the sweet, nerdy guy? Is Eugene really the cool, edgy one? Yeah, it sheds, like, it makes you second-guess everybody on their team. It pokes a big hole in the parasocial relationship yes. that they can depend on. I'm gonna look at me using like these fancy <laughs> words. We got okay, a now a social commentary podcast, so there you go. Got an educated queen over here. Thanks. That's just me. Also, can we talk about so earlier we kind of brushed on well, Adam brushed on how whenever it happens to him that he finds out he's the other woman he 
um, will tell the partner or reach out to the partner and let them know. Um, I have a moral dilemma <laughs> right now about this time <laughs> when I was in Hawaii and, or sorry, not Hawaii. I was in Ireland in February. This is after Adam went home. Um, I slept with this British or English man and he was really nice. He was really hot. We stayed up all night and talked. And then the next day I looked him up on Instagram, found out he's engaged. And uh-huh. I have not reached out to the woman because this is my thinking. They're engaged. She seems so happy in their pictures. I almost like feel like it's not up to me to like basically ruin her engagement and ruin her happiness and i'm really conflicted inside like there are people who told me like you should message her you should tell her but the reason i haven't is because i just feel like i'm just this random girl and maybe she's happier without knowing i don't know ignorance is bliss so i get where you're coming from i think the main I suppose the main thing in favor of just like not saying anything is like you're just a random person from another country as well. So it's like, but I suppose he said, oh, hey, like when I was in Ireland, because obviously he's British, not Irish as well. It's like, yeah. it obviously it puts you there at a time when he would have also been somewhere he's not usually at. Um, see, I don't know how I would do about that. I feel like in my head, I would just be like, look, honey, I'm sorry, but this happened. But at the same time, it's like, I get why people don't say something as well. Yeah. Because I suppose for other people, it's like, well, I don't want to insert myself into someone else's business or, no, for all I know, if it's like a one-time thing, if it's like a, you know, if it's not an affair, it is. it could just generally be a slip up. You know, it's like, do I really want to throw a grenade in someone's house over a one-time thing? But... I mean, if it was me, I think I would say something. Yeah. But at the same time, I can appreciate that. Obviously, this is months ago as well. This is like, this is like, what, nine months ago now? Mm -hmm. Like, or like eight months ago. And it is, it's tricky. It is. I don't think you'd be in the wrong for not saying anything. Yeah. It's just one of those things, there's no clear right answer. It's just it's more like what's right for you. But I mean, I suppose we can turn this over to the court of public opinion. We could even do like yes. a poll or something like that. I was um, going to say, should cherish, email. Yeah, email us, DM us. Should Cherish tell this person about her Irish escapades? Yeah, like I would love to hear some outside perspective on this, like... If oh you... my god, you should post on Reddit. Oh yeah, see what they say. Um, like, would I be the asshole if I? <laughs> Am I the asshole for not telling her yet? Basically. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Someone, please email me with your advice. Like, give me an answer and give me why. You know, give me some. Yeah. Reason. Um. Like, obviously, since I don't know either of these people, like at all, really. It's not like this is going to blow up in my face at all if I tell them, but I just worry about like her happiness basically. And I'm, am I going to ruin something that she's been like planning this wedding, like looking forward to all of her friends and family know, like 
I just want to know, would she want to know? I don't know. If it was me, I would want to know 100%. Like, because if you think about it, if someone told me and I was get preparing for a wedding, I'd be like, well, thanks for letting me know not to marry this motherfucker. Like, yeah. so I know that, like, you know, as much as it hurts, I've dodged that bullet. But I also know, knowing the kind of person that I am, so like with my um, last relationship, my family didn't say pl- outright, just leave him because I think they knew I would probably have doubled down and stayed with him longer. Yeah. And sometimes people can do that when they get news that they don't want to hear about the partner. They just double down and stay with them longer and prolong their own suffering. But yeah, like I say, if it was me, I think I would just do the unpleasant task and just be like, look, honey, I'm sorry, but this happened and you deserve to know. Mm-hmm. But, but at the same time, I've never been in the situation where it's been a one-time thing with someone that I'm never going to run into because they live in a different country, like hours and hours away. I've never been in that situation before because whenever I've knowing whenever I've been the other woman and found out, I've always been well. It's always been with someone local enough that there's a chance, very real chance, I could see them and that they could see me again. And you know, it's it feels closer to home because it physically is closer to home yeah i know what you mean um it's definitely a tricky one because i feel like he just the casualness of the whole night like we were out drinking having a really good time like talking laughing joking like it seemed like so i was looking around i was in dublin walking around for looking for music live music and mm-hmm. i heard some coming out of a bar so i went in and actually this i stood behind this girl who was sitting at a table and it was super crowded in there and she like turned a little bit and like bumped my beer that was in my hand and it kind of spilled on my hand and she was right. like oh my god i'm so sorry and then i was like no no it's okay and then we both kind of realized we had the same accent and she said, Oh, where are you from? And I said, Oh, I'm from Idaho, the U S and she's like, Oh, I'm from Canada. I'm solo traveling. And I was like, Oh, I'm solo traveling too. So we started hanging out that night, me and this girl. And she was talking to someone on Tinder who ended up showing up at the bar with his friend. Now his friend is the guy who is engaged, who I like hooked up with. Um, so that's how we met. And we went like, bar hopping and had a really fun time and i feel like just the casualness of it all just makes it seem like he's done this many times before like every time he goes on a lad's holiday he yeah does this this is a really common thing here as well so i know that i don't know if they have the same thing in america like they have like boys trips i assume but the culture on lads holidays is like it's the bane of every woman's existence when their partner goes on a lad's holiday because everyone kind of knows that at least one person who goes on a lad's holiday is going to end up cheating on the partner. Yeah, and all the guys like, are going to cover for him. Yeah, all the, it's like, that's the thing as well. Men will know about the boys and like what they're doing behind closed doors and they will not talk for shit. That's the thing. They want to say that, like, bitches stick together. We do. But men 
they're the biggest bitches of all because they will not talk for anything. Their boy's got a baby mama somewhere else in a different part of town. She ain't being told shit. Men do not tell, and men do not talk on each other's business. And in a way, you can kind of respect it, but at the same time, first of all, why aren't you calling out your out, you know, your boy for doing that? I thought you all meant to be like kings and high value men and all this shit, but you're doing you're playing around like your little boys. What is yeah. that about? They take and, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, and they like they won't ever say shit to the girlfriends back home because I think in their head as well they think well if I tell my girlfriend about this I look like a pussy to the boys but also what if my girlfriend thinks that I'm t- secretly saying that I did something but I'm saying that like Billy did it instead of me mm-hmm. do you get what I mean yes I think guys just take bros before hoes to a whole nother level like they are just only loyal to each other a lot of the time not to their partners or like in this case these two guys were really good friends i'm sure the friend is very aware (laughs) that his friend is engaged and he has probably known the fiance for a long time as well so obviously he has no respect for her and this is just like a normal occurrence yeah that's that really 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 sucks and that is the thing though it's like guys they do just cover for each other and here's a interesting scenario if you knew that i had a boyfriend and i was cheating on him would you tell my boyfriend um it depends like if i had known your boyfriend for a long time like if he was a friend of mine i would go to him but if he wasn't I would say to you, like, you need to stop this or else I can't really, like, be as close of friends with you. It's so sad. It's so sad to say that, Adam, because I would well, never, it would break well, my heart. Is, like, I would never do that. So it's like, yeah, it's not this, you have to worry about. It's an extreme hypothetical. Just the thought of it makes me sad. But I honestly couldn't watch one of my friends do that. I would have to, I would talk to you first, though, and try to That's get you to thing. stop. I would do this as well. I, if it was you having an affair, I would talk to you first and be like, look, there's a reason why you're having this affair. Let's find out what that reason is and let's see what do we need to do about that. Yeah, because exactly. People don't tend to have affairs just on a whim. Yeah. Because as much as I think people aren't thinking with a full head when they cheat most of the time, they're obviously cheating because there's something going on there. If it's like, you know, sex at home isn't what it used to be because, you know, now you've got two kids and you don't get the chance to do anything anymore. Or you're just so so familiar with each other that it doesn't feel new. Or, you know you've drifted apart emotionally and you feel that you need to get that from somewhere else. You know, there's reasons why people cheat. I think that people often think that cheaters are just purely carnal and they're just going off physical desires. Mm. I don't think that's the case at all. If you were having a fur, I would know that really it was more of a cry for help because it's so not your nature. Yeah. And I would go to you first and be like, look, we need to figure out why this is happening. But also, if you don't stop this, you don't A, break up with your partner or B, end the affair and really maybe get some counseling about it as well and sort of process why you did it i'd like i'm sorry but i'm gonna have to 
tell your partner I don't want to do that don't make me do it but yeah yeah I'm the same one true friends call each other out on the bullshit yeah I agree like and that's the thing with a lot of these like guy friend groups like when you're in your 20s like later 20s and 30s I don't know very many people who have like 10 plus super close friends and even if they did like how are they not they're not close enough to be keeping you accountable you know obviously because if you're going on these like lads trips with your 10 best friends which i think is like not real Mm -hmm. um they would be keeping you accountable if you were really friends with them but this is the thing as well though i think i don't know if we've talked about this in previous episodes or not i think we might have done but men just don't seem to have the same quality of friendship a lot of the time that women do because guys will have friends that they don't know like anything about Mm-hmm. Like they'll have people that they go out with or like watch <laughs> sports with, but like they will never talk about anything else. Like they don't know like what the parents are called. They don't know like no details about their lives. And I feel like I feel like these men they feel connected enough to spend time with these people and joke around and have very unserious relationships with them. But the second that shit gets real and they might have to call a friend out on some bullshit. Then they're just like, nah, it's not my business. I'm not getting involved. I don't know them that well. Like they're not close enough to me to do that. It's like the close when it's convenient to them. They don't always they don't commit to a friendship in the way that women do. Yeah, that's a really interesting take. Like I think a lot of men's relationships, maybe they'll have, like I was saying, they probably don't have 10 best friends. They probably have one, maybe, or two. And even then I feel like a lot of it is based around activities that they do together, like yeah. my golfing buddy, my drinking buddy, my like sports game buddy, you know? And I feel like it's difficult for them to get on a deeper level. And maybe, oh my goodness, maybe that's why they don't hold each other accountable is because they're never really close enough, you know? And also maybe that's part of the reason why men cheat a lot more than women not only because they don't sort of they don't have to fear the opinion of their peers in the way that women do because women we judge each other a lot more harshly i think because we're more feeling as individuals but also men because they don't really emotionally invest in each other and their friendships as much and they like their friendships are very activity based and that's how they relate to one another they the majority if not all their emotional expenditure is like on women like on the spouse and like and if the spouse isn't able to you know as people get older in your life gets more complicated they feel like they need more than what the spouse is giving them because they don't rely on things like friendship as much and they don't rely on like platonic connection then they go and seek it with the 22 year old secretary because obviously they have the entire world figured out yeah that's so true um also i highly doubt there are any men listening to this podcast but oh, if there if, are if they're out the gay if they, if you are a straight man <laughs> please email us and give us your take on this i would love to hear like what you genuinely think about this like 
I know for sure there are guys out there who have deep relationships with another man. But we're speaking very generally here about like men our age as a whole. Um, Yeah, I think that's really interesting that they likely seek all of their emotional needs being met by their spouse or their significant other rather than their own friends. Hmm. Well, it's like as well when guys get caught out from for cheating and they you know the person they're having an affair with if they don't take them in then guys guys even though they cheat they get hit a lot harder from when relationships break up after an affair i think in a lot of ways because they don't they lose their entire support system emotionally whereas women will have friends and like you know, if there's children involved, nine times out of ten, the women will have the children there as well. Yeah. And they're able to kind of process things in a more healthy way. And part of that as well is because women aren't allowed to just go on a bender and sort of check out from the life in the way that men are a lot of the time because socially they're expected to be the, be a lot more consistent. Yes. And it's kind of interesting that men rely so heavily on their partners to meet their emotional needs and then they still go out and jeopardize that like it's just insane the math ain't mathing no it's not but it's like so one thing that really starts me is in Shakira and pk's breakup they had a custody trial recently and they both showed up to some offices in barcelona that's where they live and PK apparently like paparazzi like caught him like storming out like two hours before the hearing ended like really pissed off like mad as anything and then Shakira left at the appropriate time with both her lawyers and his lawyers and I think that kind of sums a lot of what I'm trying to say up men can't handle when they cheat that this is a mess of their own making and that's all been crumbled because of them. And then when women don't just sit there and take it and accept it, because nine times out of ten, they're not going to, they throw the toys out of the pram, and then I don't have sympathy for them. Like, I hope Ariel leaves dead. I hope Bahati yeah. Grinsley leaves Adam Levine. I'm so glad that Chloe Kardashian finally left Tristan Thompson. Oh, I know. It's... By the way that Ariel was posting, I feel I feel like it could go either way with her staying mm-hmm. with him and working on it or with her leaving. I mean, this is all very fresh, even if they knew about it in the beginning of September. Yeah. So I can imagine that they've been really, you know, going through it and trying yeah. to work on this and figure stuff out. But I, I'm like you. Yeah, huh? and obviously now, though, as well. If she cannot be on the internet for more than five minutes without hearing an opinion about her life, basically. Ah. And that's going to start impacting how she feels about this as well. Because while, yeah, there's been speculation and whatever, this hasn't hit the general public until this week. And now, all of a sudden, everybody, everyone in the mum has an opinion on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and Reddit. And if she and double YouTube videos about this as well from drama channels and whatever she will not be able to go online without seeing people's opinions. And that's probably going to start impacting how she perceives this. Yeah. I mean, this story was trending number one on Twitter yesterday. I checked. Honestly, I think it still is trending. Let me have a look on my Twitter now. Um, Because it was trending in the UK as well. Yeah. 
Um, yep, yeah, it's not number one trending anymore, but it's still trending with 110,000 tweets. And yeah. that's, see, like, all these, um, like, actual news feeds are picking it up now as well. So it's not just even, like, the court of, so the court of public opinion. It's, like, actually, um, obviously, the news is taking attention to this. Yeah, like, it was on CNN and in the New York Times. <laughs> yeah, and, like... I have to say the general opinion as well as a lot of people are really happy with like the Try Guys for reacting so quickly and decisively. Yeah. One of the top tweets is, I would give all the money in my bank account to see Becky Habersberger and Eugene Liang physically or verbally beat the shit out of Ned Former. <laughs> you know, I would also like to see it. Yeah, me too. Like, I, at first I was like, no, not Ned. Like, oh no, he... It was probably just a one night, you know, mistake. Adam, Adam's face oh is shocked God. right now. Adam, so what's happening? Apparently, um, so this is tweet said Dumois posting a photo of Ned Fulmer and Alex's date from May, and that one story telling how these two have been in a relationship for a year now. There's a massive screenshot of text. Um, oh, send it to me. I'm going to send you um, the screenshot of the text. Okay. It's just them sat at like a table, so it's not anything too salacious. But the um the screenshot just for the listeners, it's quite long, so just bear with me. Anyone have any more Ned Fulmer and Alex C? How long was this going on? I need deets. I'm shook by this. So obviously this is like someone getting information. December 2021, Alex's fiance Will went through her phone and saw her and Ned had hooked up while on some work trip. They ended up staying together, but Will reached out to Ned, wanting him to back off. Beginning of this month, I want to say the 1st of September or the 2nd, Will and Ned's wife, Ariel, received photos and pictures from a few people showing Ned and Alex making out at a club, as well as holding hands during the day at a market in New York City. Oh my God. Ariel had just landed in NYC to meet up with the Try Guys and the significant others, but got the news, confronted Ned... And when he confirmed him and Alex had been in a relationship for almost a year, she got back on a plane and came back to LA immediately. Not sure how the NYC event played out, but Ned and Alex were suspended almost immediately. When Try Guys had talks with employees, many said they had noticed flirting, knew they had lunch hookups, stayed at each other's places occasionally, and showed up to events together, for example, Harry Styles' concert, and had big feels something was up. So this news has been... A word to try guys for close to a month, but what sparked the social media questioning and then uproar a few days back was Will releasing more images of the DMs he received on Reddit. Obviously, Ned's been fired. Holy shit. That's some tea, honeys. If that's true, this is way crazier than I thought it was. They were staying in each other's houses. Yeah. Apparently they're having like lunchtime hookups and stuff like that. Like, what were they doing? Supply closet like on Grey's Anatomy. So the company like knew about this. Oh, I mean, I suppose they probably were toying with this idea. They said it. They said they cut him after a thorough investigation. I wonder though, thinking about it, they must have had some sort of clause in their paperwork that they, if the three others want one of them out, then they're out. Yeah, probably. Because, like, the fact that they've been able to remove him so quickly, and you'd imagine that, like, you know, this is his livelihood, and really he's a pariah right now, so he's not going to be making money elsewhere. Um, You know, he'd obviously probably be a bit like, well, I need to, like, 
hold on to this if I can. So there must I imagine there would have been a thing where it wasn't even in his hands to get booted. Yeah, that word sounds... was fired as well in that in that DM that was screenshotted. It said fired, not that he chose to leave. Yeah, um, it sounds like maybe initially if they knew about all this in May or whatever, or were suspecting it, they were trying to nip it in the butt right then. And then this yeah. thing that came out in September, they were like, well, that's the last straw, first of all. And secondly, now the whole world knows. So we definitely have to make a move here and do something. And I'm so glad that they chose Ariel's side in this. Yeah, I... The thing that gets me about this as well is that, like, the common theme in a lot of these as well, like, Ned and Ariel, Adam and Bahati, Shakira, PK, Beyonce and Jay-Z, Chloe and Tristan, and, like, we're just throwing, like, really common examples out here, like, big known ones, but they all have kids as well. Yeah. They're all married with children. Well, I mean, Shakira and PK weren't officially married, but they were basically were married. Um... No, they're all husbands with children in long-standing relationships that are very public. Yeah, not gonna lie, it uh, doesn't make my faith in relationships in the future. Uh, oh, like very high. Well, <laughs> I literally me. have chronic male fatigue. Yes, I do too. Like, I'm just I'm. I was saying this to my mum over last weekend, like. The thought of just even entertaining anything with a man, just the thought of it alone makes me feel tired. Yeah. Never mind actually doing it. And I think it's because I'm just, you see a shit like this, and then you think about your own experiences, and I'm just like, I don't want to invite this bullshit into my life. I know. I was just talking about this with a friend of mine uh, a few days ago. We were just talking about, like, I'm at the point right now where my life is pretty good. I pretty much can do all the things I want. I have mostly everything. All of my goals are like kind of falling into place. And if I'm going to invite a guy into my life right now to be a partner, I need to know what he's going to bring to the table and what he's going to do to improve my life. Because exactly, I don't want to have somebody in my life who's going to take things away, like take away some of my freedoms, some of my like sparkle and shine (laughs) like I just I want someone who's going to improve my life and because my life I like it where it's going right now like I just have not felt the need to get out there and date for the last several months like so we'll see how how that goes it's it's going into cuffing season here soon so I'm like kind of thinking about getting back out there and dating but I'm kind of like you I'm just so exhausted right now I don't I don't even like the thought of talking to somebody right now. It is exhausting. And what you touched on something so important, though, is like we hear all the time about compromise, compromise, compromise. I should not have to compromise my freedoms, my goals and my comfort for a man to steamroll over my life with his bullshit. Yeah. Like, why would I invite? why, Why? Like, logically, why would I invite that sort of energy vampire into my life? Mm-hmm. And the thought of sharing what I have with a man is so exhausting to me that I'm just like, it it, it ain't happening, Hans. Like, I'm happy to have him in the attic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm very happy. 
literary reference for those of you who don't know Miss Havisham was a spinster who lived in an attic in Great Expectations and wore a wedding dress when she was jilted at the altar <laughs> as a young girl um, just a old older lady who's a bit eccentric and single that's my that's my goal right now I just want to be the fun auntie one day buy my nieces and nephews vodka and I don't need a man to help me get there yeah, like I don't that's why I don't really like the expression like they're my other half because yeah. I feel like I'm a whole person already. They're Period. not going to be another half of me. They're going to be an addition to what I already am. Her. So until I find that like I'm not going to be settling, which is good but also it can be lonely. <laughs> Yeah, it it can be lonely. I mean, it definitely. I do feel because Cherish and I, we both live alone as well, and there are days where, like today, I've not actually had an in person conversation with another person all day. Hmm. And you know, sometimes there are days like that. And to be fair, when you work from home as well, like I do, there's quite a few days that are like that. But if a kick, a bit of loneliness is what I trade for not having a stinky man because men are messy and smelly as well. <laughs> like, that's just a fact. I'm sorry, but m- the amount of men that don't know how to wash their ass. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> like, I do not want to invite that kind of energy into my life. And if the price for that is being a bit lonely and not splitting the bills, I will, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, not to mention you have to like, take them out on walks and give them treats and like feed them like it just seems like a lot of responsibility they they never know where the clit is true um so i think it's safe to say that me and cherish could probably talk about cheating all day um (laughs) having been cheated on been the other woman and also just being completely dumbfounded by some of the news as of late but we are going to move on to a little segment we're going to call the Ick of the Week. So every week we're going to read out one of our listeners' icks and just sort of discuss that ick. You know, do we get the ick from it? Um, You know, is this something that we can see being, you know, does it kind of fit in with our idea of an ick or is this a bit more general? Is this like, you know, a red flag? So... Our first ick of the week comes from my friend Juliet, and her ick is when guys run with a backpack on. Yes, me much more than that. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, I think the thing that would get me is like if it had like books in it or mm-hmm. like a laptop, and like you know how like the backpack would like lift up and then slap on the back and make that yes. noise. Mm-hmm. That's what would really get me about it. It's funny, I can, like, picture this exact thing Mm. in my mind that I've seen on many occasions, you know, in school and whatnot. It does. Yeah, I feel it. It, it, I can see how that would give you an ick. It's like, it just makes the running look very awkward. And nobody looks good when they're running with a backpack, especially if it's heavy. I think the thing that gets me, and this kind of goes back to what we're saying in our icks episode, that a lot of icks are basically things that make men look like children. It just reminds me of like when you're in year seven, which is like our freshman year of high school, 
um, for the Americans listening, we don't have middle school. We go from primary school, which is grades, well, we call them years, but um, reception to year six or grade six. And then high school is from year seven slash seventh grade to year 11 or 11th grade. And then we have two years of college after, which is when you're 16 to 18. Anyway, it just reminds me of when you're in that first year of high school and you see these like little 11 year olds running around like the playground, like the backpacks full of like the French homework and shit like that. And it just gives me that kind of energy. And that's what gives me the ick about it. Yeah. I think when I think of it, I picture like kind of a young like child, like running in from recess, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's the image that I get. I think the other thing that kind of makes me get the ick from it is like they have this backpack on and I think they probably think they look like really like Bondy, like they're like James Bond-esque, like they're super important, like like they're a businessman on the go or like they're um, an action guy with the backpack. And it's like, you know, sir, you're just in Watford running to get on your bus um, into central London. It's like, calm down. You work at a bank. <laughs> exactly. Like, what kind of special documents could they possibly have in there? Yeah, the special documents are a depressing ham sandwich, a work laptop, and like, I don't know, probably some kind of protein shake. <laughs> that makes you probably. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I agree with you, Juliet. Yeah, so thank you for that, Juliet. And Cherish, you want to tell lovely people where they can send all of the icks? Because we know that there are many icks to be had. Yes, so please follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is the Ick Patrol. You can DM us there with any of your icks or dating horror stories or advice for me about what I should do about being the other woman. Yes. I want to hear. Um, that. Yes. Also our email is the patrol at gmail.com. We would love any of those to be received there. Also, if you have any questions for us, that's a great place to um, ask them. Yeah. I know that we're both very mysterious and you'll be just burning full of questions. <laughs> And also, we will be posting on our Instagram some memes about the latest cheating scandals. And yeah. a lot of times we also post little clues into what our next episode might be about or stupid little pictures of ourselves. Yeah, cute things. <laughs> so give us a follow there. And thank you so much for listening. We love all of our listeners. Next week, we're going to be talking about our embarrassing moments in public which we were going to do this week, but yeah, you know, <laughs> cheating but took precedence. Played us into One Direction. It really did. So thank you again. Thanks for listening to the Ick Patrol. Yay. <laughs>